Welcome back to the Channel Your Influence podcast. I'm your host, Diane Taha, and today we have a returning guest, Jenna Leanne, who is the founder of Jenna Leanne Boutique. If you guys listened to the first episode with Jenna, which is episode two, she talked about how she launched her boutique while working a nine to five and blogging. In this episode, we'll be discussing how she pivoted her business during the pandemic. Welcome, Jenna. Hi, thanks so much for having me again. So for those that don't know you and haven't listened to the first episode, could you introduce yourself? Definitely. So my name is Jenna and my middle name is Leanne, hence Jenna Leanne. And that is my blog name. It's JennaLeanne.com. So I began my blog in 2012. And then in 2018, I decided to open up my own online clothing boutique, ShopJennaLeanne.com. So that is currently what I'm doing right now, um, as well as balancing a nine to five. Yeah. So are you focusing more on your business right now or are you still blogging as well? I am definitely focusing more on my boutique business. Um, my blog has taken a backseat this year between you know COVID and moving and um, all those different things. I just decided to focus all my energy on my boutique and it has definitely shown since I've done that. So I'm happy I did that. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So since the pandemic started, um, how has it affected your boutique? So since COVID started, I feel guilty saying this, but it's actually been a blessing for my boutique. Um, Obviously not COVID itself, but the pandemic has transformed my business because A, I was stuck at home and I had a lot more time on my hands. I ended up getting furloughed for a few months. So um, it kind of forced me to work full time on my boutique. And that really transformed my business. I was able to just dive in and learn um, and just grow my boutique from there. So the pandemic has actually helped my business. But of course, with everything in the world, I just I feel guilty even saying that, because it's it's not worth what COVID's doing. But yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, for me personally, like I, I have a nine to five as well. And um, one of the I guess, blessings of this whole thing is that now I get to work from home, which I prefer so much more than working in an office. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's always like a silver lining and obviously I'd rather that this didn't happen, but working from home is pretty sweet, I have to say. Right. Um, I completely agree. Yeah. So I'm glad you've been able to focus on your business and grow the boutique. Um, could you talk about maybe some of the strategies that you've used to help drive sales right now? I mean, did you find that people weren't spending money like they used to, and now they're maybe going back to their regular spending habits? Have Has spending improved since March? Yeah, I actually feel like it's improved. Um, I have a lot of repeating customers and I have since the start. And I think people are actually spending more money. And I think it has a lot to do with just being bored at home and, you know, shopping on your phone. Um, Something that I started doing during the pandemic is Facebook Lives. So I do it every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I go live on my Facebook page for my boutique and um, I try on new arrivals. I sometimes do surprise sales. Um, I just try on the clothes, interact with my customers and they can shop via the comments. So they just have to write sold number one medium and I'll, I'll automatically invoice them. So, um, I think that's been something that's really helped during this pandemic and with everybody being stuck at home and quarantining, um, and social distancing, they're more likely to watch the Facebook lives, 
which also reverts to sales. So, or converts, not reverts. That's awesome. You know, I actually just read an article today from, I think it was Bloomberg that said that a lot of boutiques are using live streaming to drive sales. And Mm -hmm. that's so interesting. Like, I guess it's more of a personable way to show, um, to like connect with your audience and show how the clothes look, you know, versus like just seeing them in the store and not I mean, you could see how they look at the store, but you don't see them trying, try it on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Personable. You see the person behind the boutique and that's pretty cool. So, um, do you usually have other people trying on the clothes or is it usually, usually just you? How does that process look? Yeah, it is just me. Um, one woman show over here. (laughs) I'm like a good, you know, average. I feel like I'm an average I guess I'm technically not the average size for um, U.S., but I'm like a six to eight, so I'm kind of in the middle, and it's nice to be able to show people what a large looks like on or a small looks like on, whereas I'm usually like a medium, so um, we also carry extra large as well. I would love to, you know, bring somebody on to kind of show different sizes, but for now, it is just me, Um, but my customers have learned, you know, my height and my normal size. So they kind of know the gist of it when I try things on. So down the road, I would love to have somebody else on. Um, but for now it's just me. Yeah. So are you managing everything? Do you have a team of virtual assistant or is it truly just a one woman show? So for the most part, it's a one, one woman show. I did hire one person on because I truly believe in outsourcing your weaknesses. And for me, that is email marketing. I'm awful at it. I don't understand it. And I don't know that I will. Um, so I did hire on somebody to take care of my emails each week. And that also just takes a workload off me, not having to think about all that. So other than that, everything you see is me. Any messages you send and get responses to, it's me. So That's great. Well, okay. So in addition to the Facebook Live, uh, what other strategies are you doing right now? Besides Facebook Live, just being consistent on social media. I think that's something I also did this year. So last year, I was way more focused on my blog um, just because that was my comfort zone. And learning to transform my Instagram and my social media for my boutique for my blog, because they're two different worlds. You know, people don't want to just see me posing on the street in my boutique clothes. They like the more editorial kind of look, I guess. Um, So learning how to do that and just posting consistently, I have found very important. And then I also joined the boutique hub, which is like Um, it's kind of just like a huge resource library and they have different things like, um, Facebook live tutorials every, I forget what day it is. And then they have a whole resource training library you have access to, um, they have different Facebook groups, which is awesome. So for example, say I have like this one sweater that's just not selling. I've tried everything. I've marked it down. They have an inventory de-stash group, so you can actually go in. So these Facebook groups have all other boutique owners in it, and you can post the sweater and sell it. try to sell it for wholesale price so that other boutique owners buy at wholesale price. So you kind of just, you know, break even on that sweater, which is great versus losing money or still having it. Um, so the Boutique Hub has just been a huge resource for me. They also offer a virtual summit which is just like a boot camp for boutiques, I guess you can call it. But 
I did that as well. It was about three days long and that was very useful. Oh, awesome. Have you uh, worked with any influencers? I know last time you spoke, you said you hadn't worked with influencers yet, that you're focusing more on Facebook ads, but has that changed or are you still doing the ads? Um, I do still do Facebook ads as well. And I also have started working with um, influencers. I'd say maybe the beginning of this year is when I started. I only do a couple per season. Um, So I started that in the beginning of this year. As far as like other platforms, have you delved into TikTok? Are you doing any reels yet? Are you planning to? I am so embarrassed. Please don't look up my TikTok. (laughs) My TikTok is horrible. My, no, my TikToks, I'm so embarrassed. Um, It's, I don't know. I I don't do any of the dancing. I will say I do more of the... um, like the voiceover ones, I guess you can say. I'll never do a dance on there. Nope, you'll never see it. But um, I do know a lot of boutique owners on TikTok, and it has just completely blown away their business. It's transformed it so much. I only maybe have like nine on there. I have to start doing that more. It's more out of my comfort zone, but I'm learning. Yeah. And you don't always have to dance. I mean, I see a lot of try-ons on TikTok and Reels where people just like do those transitions where you're changing the clothes and those are pretty fun. I need to do some of those. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to look into getting more, learn more of because I'm not very good at it yet, (laughs) but I am learning. I promise that's on my to-do list. So as a small business owner, and and since you're a one-woman show right now, what resources or technology like apps have helped you the most right now? Well, number one would be the boutique hub. They, it's just helped me the most with everything. I don't think I'd ever recommend something more to somebody So it's like, it's a website just so people know. Um, And then as far as apps go, I guess Canva I've used, I've really mastered this year and that's helped me with graphics um, for my Instagram stories, Pinterest. And um, so I actually didn't know that you can print things from there. So you and it's so much cheaper than like Vistaprint or, you know, other places. So I actually designed my thank you cards that I stick with each order. I actually designed them myself on Canva and then you can have them printed and shipped to you. And it's so inexpensive to do that. And they're so cute and good quality. So um, I started doing that as well. So Canva has been kind of my go-to resource as well. Yeah, Canva's awesome, especially because if you have limited graphic design skills, like mm-hmm. it's just so easy to use. Yeah, and they have so many options. Like if you ever need to make business cards, they have like pre-made templates for Facebook covers and YouTube thumbnails, and it's really awesome. Um, going back to social media, are you finding that Facebook is converting more for you than say Instagram or other platforms or email marketing? Yes. And I will say if I were to go into my analytics, it would say Instagram is the only reason is because when people are commenting to buy, which is how they usually shop from Facebook, um, it doesn't track those sales. And that is significantly more than I'm making on Instagram. But I will say if I were to just, you know, post a picture and get somebody to go buy it, I think Instagram drives more traffic to my website. So, um, it really depends. I've tried going live on Instagram and I think people on Facebook will shop more. I definitely have seen 
way better results on Facebook. But as far as like the in-feed posts go, Instagram does drive more traffic for me. That's really interesting. Are you finding that people are still buying more loungewear right now or are they dressing up a little bit more? I know that the boutique sells more of the uh, comfy clothing, but Mm -hmm. you have a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, I do. Um, And I would say, I would say people are definitely you know, getting back into the normal, (laughs) I don't want to say normal clothes because I'm literally currently wearing one of our cozy sweaters right now, as I've worn for the past two days. It's embarrassing, but, um, I think people are more getting back into the, you know, day-to-day clothes, but I always have the cozy clothes, of course, because that's what we focus on. Um, and those just always do the best for me. I need to shop (laughs) on, uh, your boutique pretty soon because I work from home or (laughs) I need some like cozy fall clothes and I feel like your boutique has like the cutest it's just like the go-to for like comfy clothing oh thank you yes that is what we focus on for sure (laughs) that's awesome so for people who are looking to create their own boutique during a pandemic um Mm -hmm. would you recommend it do you think that it's probably good to wait or do you think it's okay to start now I would definitely say start now. I think there's no better time. People are home and bored. um, And, you know, a lot of people are working from home and hoping, you know, my boss does not hear this. (laughs) No, I've actually been really busy. But um, a lot of people at home are more likely to just check their phone more often and, you know, like browse more. I mean, there's so many TikToks or whatever about it, how people are just moving their mouse and then shopping on their phone. Um, I think there's a lot more opportunity right now than there ever has been. So I definitely say go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Have you noticed difference with manufacturers right now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. um, Manufacturers and like United States Postal Service, UPS, FedEx, it's awful at the moment. So if you are starting a boutique, just know that is not the norm. It's like I'm waiting actually for a shirt for a customer and USPS said it was going to be here Monday, still don't have it. And I've called and it's somehow in Denver. So they have to get some things figured out. Not sure they can handle all the online shopping that's being done. Yeah. But, um, you know, in vendors, I mean, most of, most all of my product is made in the U.S., So it's easier for me, but if you're getting anything from overseas, just expect it to take a very long time. Right. Yeah. What are some other issues that you've experienced because of this? Besides the shipping and the manufacturers, I, I honestly don't feel like there's been any issues. It's been great. Yeah. It it has been really great. If I had a crystal ball last year and saw where I'd be this year with my boutique, you know, thinking about going full-time next year. It, it just awesome. doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's exciting times. <laughs> yeah. So what do you have in store for the holidays? For the holidays? Well, lots and lots of cozy. Um, and I am opening up my realm this year and doing some gift giving items, you know, blankets, slippers, things like that, um, which I haven't done before. And just focusing on trying to have those gift giving items so that when people are shopping online, they 
have a place to go to and an easy gift to buy. So are you delving into more like lifestyle products, not just clothing? Yeah, my goal has always been from the beginning and is starting to go that way to be solely based on a cozy boutique. So I want to have anything. When you hear the word cozy, you think of, you know, nice candles and a blanket and um, sweaters and cardigans and pajamas, robes, all those things. I would love my boutique to be focused on that because that is what I love. When I'm home, I have the most loose fitting, comfortable clothes on, um, but they're still cute. And I'm always under a blanket. So I just want to be able to offer people those things because I know it makes me feel great. And I think it'll make them feel great too. Yeah, I currently have a pumpkin spice candle on my desk and I just love it. It just brings yes. joy and comfort right now. So I could totally see your boutique selling stuff like that. And um, like I said, you were the go-to for like comfy clothing and cozy clothing. So I could totally see yes. that. That's awesome. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully soon it's getting there. I do have blankets coming in and I have the slippers. So, you know, checking it off <laughs> as the weeks go by, I guess I can say. Are there any plans to transition to brick and mortar or do you think you're going to just remain online? Um, I don't have any plans to do brick and mortar ever if I don't have to. Um, I think that people are closing. Actually, what I've seen in my boutique groups is people are closing their brick and mortars and um, going straight to online, which is sad. I personally love shopping in person and, you know, kind of treating myself for the day. But something I would love to do is, and I think I talked about this in the last podcast, I can't remember, but I'd love to open a mobile boutique one day and just, you know, once I have a bigger following, just drive around Connecticut and park for a day in a certain city and post on social media like, hey, we're in West Hartford today, come shopping um, and have like a trailer as a boutique. So I think that would be really fun. That sounds amazing. I could totally see that. Yeah. And, you know, I can move around and go to all different places, go to different pop-up events and stuff like that. So who knows? That's like a down the road goal, but I would love that. Yeah. Do you know of any boutiques that have struggled right now or that are, you know, doing as well as you are? Like, what's like the general state of like boutiques right now? Are, Are they for the most part struggling or are they doing okay? Um, so what, from what I've seen in the boutique group that I'm in, in the boutique hub, they have a Facebook group of all owners. So we all, you know, talk to each other. From what I've seen, it's pretty 50-50. I've seen a lot of people say that they had to close their business, which is so unfortunate. Um, and then I've seen a lot of people, like one of my really good friends, I talk to her every day. Her name's Blakely. She owns Shop Blake Boutique. It's actually changing to Shop Kelly Moon Boutique soon, but um, we talk every single day. She's also in Connecticut, and she's just like me. She's just, business is booming. Um, Facebook Lives are helping us because we both used to do pop-up shops. I guess that that's something that's kind of failed from COVID is that we can't do pop-up shops anymore, and that was our bread and butter. So we've had to learn how to convert those sales online, which is where Facebook Lives come in handy, but... Um, I'd say it's pretty 50, 50, but the people that are closing are more so brick and mortars. Interesting. And are you finding that the Facebook lives are doing just as good as the pop-up shops? No, I wouldn't say they're doing as good just because you don't have that guaranteed new person foot traffic that you do when you're at, you know, the Clinton outlets or, 
or something like that. Um, Facebook lives are more of my loyal customers. They're there every week watching me and then, you know, slowly gaining new people because you have people share the video. And so there's new people each week. So it's definitely grown from where I've been, you know, in the beginning of the summer, but there's nothing like a good pop-up shop. (laughs) Yeah. I do miss shopping in person. I only went to the mall once since March. And that was recently that I went to the mall and it was only just to return something. And then I just got food and left. And I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like everything's changed so much now. And I would just prefer to shop on, like I preferred shopping online before all of this. And now it's just, I I can't shopping in a store again. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of stores, um, they don't even have fitting rooms open. So in that case, to me, I'm like, what's the point? I mean, that's the whole reason I go in person is to try it on. So I don't have to return via shipping and all that. Um, but you know, you can't even do that. And for me, I just, I'm trying to do my part and stay home as much as possible. Um, and so I've just been shopping a lot online, but it's, it is sad. I can't wait until we can get back to the in-person, you know, shopping and the human connection again. Yeah. Are you planning to have ambassadors or affiliates in the future? Or is that something that you're doing right now? I did think about starting a brand ambassador program, but I'm a little hesitant. And I think what I've learned from working with influencers this year is just do your research. Um, it hasn't quite worked out well for me at the moment. So I'm not sure that I would be expanding into that um, because I'm, I haven't really worked with the, you know, a whole lot of um, not larger influencers, just, you know, people that are more reliable. So I think it's a little tough in that sense, just got to do your research. So that's the only thing that makes me a little nervous about brand ambassadors, but um, I have, it is in the back of my mind. So Yeah. You know, and coming, I'm an influencer myself. So I know that I know what's possible of influencers. I know the impact influencers can bring. It's just, you got to find the right ones. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest challenge with working with influencers? One thing I've learned, and I actually wrote it in our blogger, the reward style blogger group is I found a lot of bloggers that were reaching out to me that weren't even following me, had never engaged with my con, uh, my content, have never shopped with me before. So of course, when I work with them and they post about me one time and never talk about me again or before that, it just is inauthentic. So I think that what's changed for me and what I'm going to be doing with influencers is I just don't want to work with influencers just to, you know, have a business exchange. I want it to be something that's authentic. So their followers can say, oh yeah, she, she loves this store. You know, it's, it's a real store. It's not just some scam online. You know, when you're a small business, you need people to understand that you, you have great quality. I mean, my sweaters are going to wash 10 times without ruining plus a bunch more. Whereas forever 21, maybe a couple of times and it's shrunk, you know, like my sweater will last you five years or more. So you just need people that can show that. Um, so I think that's, what's changed for me, you know, finding people that genuinely, stand behind my brand as I do. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because when I think of the influencers who work with boutiques, they usually have like a long-term partnership with them. Like Mm -hmm. one person that comes to mind is like Amber Lancaster. Like she works with Vici and 
every Sunday she does like a Vichy try on and she has her discount code. And like, I just associate her with that brand now. So I yep. think that's really powerful. Instead of having just like a one-off exchange where you're just working with a boutique one time, I think it's really valuable to have that long-term partnership. And I, I think that loyalty really comes across to your audience. It's I definitely agree with that. And if I were to invest anymore, because as a small business and working with influencers, you know, it's hard when you see $0 return and you're just, you lost whatever you paid. It's it's hard for a small business owner. So I think my advice, like you just said, would I, I would recommend to invest in a long-term partnership versus a one-time deal. I just, I just haven't seen the return on investment behind it. Well, this was really interesting. Is there anything else that you would um, recommend to people who are looking to start a boutique or any insights that you could provide about, about pivoting your business and staying afloat? Just any other tips? Hmm. I would say, well, number one, check out my blog because I have a boutique owner one-on-one series that has a lot of good information. I even post like the products I use, like my shipping label printer and my postal scale and, you know, those behind the scenes stuff that you want good quality of. And my other thing would be to definitely, and I wish so badly somebody told me this, um, would be to sign up for the boutique hub. And this isn't sponsored at all. I just like, if I wish I knew about this, um, actually, if you put my name shop generally in, in as a code, I think you get like half the month free or something like that. I'm not really positive, but definitely put that code in. Cause I know something happens for you. Um, <laughs> we can include the blog post and the code in the show notes. Oh, perfect. Definitely do that because they save money. I don't think I get anything. I don't, I don't want anything, but I wish that I found this before I started the boutique because since the day I signed up, my sales have doubled every month. It's just like so resourceful. It has so much information from people who have ran really successful boutiques. Um, and yeah, it, they just have a lot to offer. You'll learn everything you need to know from um, email, social media, you know, landing pages, sales, finances, taxes, like they have every single thing you need to know covered in there um, with printables that are free, like everything. So definitely that is where I would start. Yeah. <laughs> and my blog, of course. Yeah. So where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find your boutique? So my boutique is www.shopjennaleann.com. That's S-H-O-P-J-E-N-N-A-L-E-E-A-N-N.com. And then all my social media is just at shopjennaleann. So you can find me there. All right. Thank you so much, Jenna. Yes. Thanks so much for having me again. It was great to be here. 